time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. Okay, so we've heard from the Premier yesterday for the first time, it seems like, in a while, and he was quite talkative about a number of different subjects. Yeah, we're moving beyond this old pandemic, you know. Uh, we're getting <laughs> on to the government's stronger BC agenda. In fact, he called a press conference yesterday to announce all that, a half-a-billion-dollar fund to be invested in innovative technology in BC, but, you know, the media managers in the government overlooked something. John Horgan has not been available to talk to the news media since before the provincial budget, and he had, of course, confused people about the travel restrictions that were coming, and he hadn't explained why there was no sick leave plan in the BC budget, so... When the media availability unfolded after the Premier's big half-billion-dollar announcement, all the questions <laughs> were the unanswered questions about travel restrictions and what he actually meant, and sick leave, and why there was no plan for that. Uh, you could see some frustration from the Premier. He did get one question about the fund, and he almost hugged the reporter who asked it, and said, well, I'm not saying these sick leave questions and travel questions aren't important, but it's a very exciting day for British Columbia, half a billion dollars of investment in post-pandemic, and uh, there you go. Even though you have a majority and you won the election, you can't quite control the media agenda. No kidding. Okay, lots of questions about travel restrictions and even more, I would say, about paid sick leave. Yeah, so paid sick leave... Uh, we heard rare criticism from John Horgan yesterday about the federal government. You know, he's been very careful. He doesn't criticize the prime minister, doesn't criticize the vaccine rollout. But on this one, he said Ottawa's got many things right, but sick leave is not one of them. He says he's been lobbying Justin Trudeau since last summer for a paid sick leave uh, program funded by Ottawa says BC was disappointed and caught by surprise by there not being one in the federal budget on April the 19th, that the discovery was too late for BC to do anything about it because BC budget was the next day. And he said BC is now taking off the shelf its own program, which it developed last summer, and there will be a provincial paid sick leave program coming. They're working as fast as they can to get it up and running because, as you know, Simi, there's a lot of workers who are going to work sick because they don't yeah. have paid sick leave and they can't afford to stay home. Okay, so yeah, criticize Ottawa, sure, but does that bring us any closer to actually having it? Yeah, I mean, he was asked yesterday, and I thought Richard Zussman asked the really good question. He said the government has had no problem rolling out very quickly stuff like the circuit breaker. So why can't it do paid sick leave right away? And Horgan said, well, the province doesn't have access to the kind of information that Ottawa has from uh, employment insurance and taxes to figure out how to get this money out to the people who really need it. He said the province doesn't want to stick business with the cost of paid sick leave right now because business has enough uh, trouble keeping the doors open and the paychecks flowing. So the province is going to pay for it. It's The challenge is figuring out how to get the money to the people who need it to get them to stay home when they're sick or even to get them 
to take be able to take time off work to get tested and all that. So it's a scramble. Uh, he says, however, the province has been working on it since last summer, so we assume it's coming quickly. Um, I think there's probably a lot of workers out there and a lot of businesses too who say it can't come soon enough. All right, and let's talk about the actual announcement from yeah. yesterday. <laughs> that, like half a billion dollars, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It was announced just before the SNAP election call. It was a half billion dollar fund called NBC, New Crown Corporation set up. Um, even though they've had seven months to work at it, it arrived with a lot of unanswered questions yesterday um, and some some strange things. Um the the half a billion dollar investment investments plural will be put into things like venture capital and uh, BC startups and to keep BC companies here when they get rolling so it's a it's a essentially public financing for them all of the investments will be controlled by an independent chief investment officer who is she he or she has not been hired yet uh, that's a lot of money, and when you go through the legislation that we were given yesterday, tabled in the House, and the briefing notes that we were given yesterday, and some of the other material we've been provided, it is clear that this thing, uh, there's still a lot of unanswered questions, how it's going to run and all that, and as you say, Simi, that's an awful lot of public money to be risked. Um, one of the things that really jumped out to me, Simi, is that, you know, when, when private investment funds invest in high-risk venture capital, because they often go under and don't work, you, if they're risky, private investment funds seek a, a pretty good return. You know, you might look for 15 20% on the ones that work because you know a bunch that aren't going to work. Well, we were told yesterday, right. no, no, don't expect that, right? Don't expect those kind of returns. So, Government's going to be patient. Uh, government's going to lose money on these investments, according to, again, the strategic plan. Um, the operations are going to lose money. This thing's going to be a money loser, $16 million over three years. I, my thought was, Simi, losing $16 million over three years, that's something government can accomplish. I expect <laughs> they'll hit that target. Uh, so, you know, I don't disparage the idea of having a strategic investment fund for BC companies and all that, but uh, the Premier says it's an exciting day for British Columbia. I'm going to curb my enthusiasm till I see some of the details. Yeah, how are they going to decide what to invest in? Well, we're going to get the um, guidelines for that. I mean, the legislation says that the chief investment officer will be have the sole authority to decide where the money goes. So that's one person controlling half a billion dollars in public financing. That's pretty big. Uh, but the chief investment officer will decide all that. No political interference. So I, I get that. You know, you don't want politicians saying, well, this thing is in my writing. I'd like you to put the money there. I get the independence. But the guidelines we don't have. Apparently, there will be guidelines coming in government regulation for exactly where this money is supposed to go, and there'll be a board of directors to keep an eye on it and conflict of interest legislation and all that. So I get it, but still, uh, someone who can, you know, knows what they're doing and controls half a billion dollars, we try to find out, well, what's this person going to be paid? Yeah. And we were told, well, you know, it'll just be like the person who manages 
the uh, public sector pensions. Well, the person who manages the public sector pensions in BC is paid three million bucks a year and probably earns it because he or she is investing a lot of money. But you know, oh, well, the, the pay won't be in that scale, right? So again, unanswered question, I don't know how much this person is going to have to be paid, but they're going to have to be paid a lot because you can't get a chief investment officer. Um, you know, just uh, from the want ads, it needs to be somebody who really <laughs> knows what they're doing. This reminds me of the whole BC Hydro setup. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Doesn't it? Doesn't it remind Maybe. you of that? Remember the, the NDP government's oversight on Site C? Yeah. Yeah, and, and it turns out that the oversight panel consists of a bunch of executives from BC Hydro yeah. sitting around going, uh, how, how are we doing on this thing? And going, oh, we're doing great, right? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, I hope whoever puts together the oversight on this is, has a little better sense of independence. Apparently it will. Most of the directors of the board for this investment fund will be from the private sector. So one hopes that there'll be somebody there who knows about investing and maybe a lawyer who understands these things and maybe an accountant who could keep an eye on it. None of that is forthcoming. So as I said, it's a little hard to join the premier in saying how exciting this is. I think we're going to need to see a lot more detail before we know how robust this thing is. I think you're right on that one. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.